0: So I was on Instagram, and I follow this website, or not website, but this page called Wall Street Bets. And No, it wasn't Wall Street. It was like Wall Street Gone Wild or something like that. And they had a video clip of this guy walking down an alley with this girl, and he's like, tell my family I I died doing what I love. (laughs)
1: Uh, <laughs> and i was like
0: what the fuck is this shit so then i was like let me go on tiktok because i saw it was a tiktok and it had your uh screen name on there and i saw no, the other videos the Wall
1: Street bets had my shit they, they, it was like they, it was either
0: i think it was wall street gone wild because they post like kind of like girls and stuff like that on their stories uh, okay, and okay. shit like that yeah and so that's when I went and I saw all the other videos you had about like telling guys, you know, to like, what they can do to do what you do, which we'll get into that.
1: But that's how I initially saw you. That's funny, man. That that's that was a fun night. I remember that night. I remember making that post, too. <laughs> so how but did you first TikTok. get started?
0: Like traveling I, and then TikTok and all other good stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I found out about this uh, not that long ago. I didn't even know this, this type of stuff was possible. Coronavirus hit. Company went remote. I begged my manager to let me live in Mexico for a month. I was like, just I'm, he was like, you're not going to get your shit done, blah, blah, blah. Other, You're going to distract people on the team. And so he had all these concerns. And I basically told him, you know, I have the money for a return flight. If I fuck up, I'll be at work from my office the next day, I promise. And then he gave me that 30-day window, and then I've just
2: never gone back.
1: That's fucking <laughs> awesome,
2: man. You're living the life. Like, he sent me your profile. I was like, what is this? And I started looking at it. I was like, holy shit.
0: Like, Yeah. The fuck, man? How many people have you inspired to do what you're doing?
1: I met three guys who recognized me out in Columbia. And uh, they told me that I, they came out for me. Like, or they didn't came out for me. They came out because they saw my stuff. They came out for the girls. And like, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) but I, but I convinced them and uh, yeah, they were so much fun. And we rented a mansion together and we went out to Guatape, pulled our tinders together, invited a bunch of girls. I have some crazy videos I'll post later, but uh, yeah, man, it was a lot of fun. And what's what people don't realize is you save money. Like you, I'm saving so much money because I only need to spend like $3,000 a month. And that's living the life I want.
2: Holy shit. It's that much.
1: Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. No, you go ahead. You go ahead. Oh, what's crazier. What's even crazier is as an American, the tax laws and the, the nation laws are so favorable to you. Like I don't have to apply for a visa at all. I don't have to pay any sort of tax. The countries are like, come on in. Other countries, I meet people from other countries, it's a pain in the ass to do what I do. And so being an American is definitely like we're very privileged and able to live this kind of life. So did you, you guys have
0: did you have a friend that did it before, or did you see somebody else doing it online, or what made you decide to go to Columbia or had you been there before or, I mean
1: No, I mean I saw people doing it on YouTube. There wasn't like a specific guy or anything. I just knew it was possible. And then I started reading like online guides and then um my car got totaled and I was like, I got this nice check and I don't have a car payment anymore. And mm. I'm like, well, this is the time I got to go like, or else I'd have to be shopping for a car, taking care of all this shit. And I'm just like, this is my chance. Boom. Took that, took that money and, and never looked back really.
0: And you said that was in 2020 when you first started.
2: Mm-hmm. So you started in Mexico and then now you, where all have you been so far?
1: Uh, I, I've been all over Mexico. I went to Costa Rica. I went to Brazil, which was crazy. I loved Brazil, Colombia, Spain for a bit, and I'm just about to make my leap into Asia. Oh. I, I just keep convincing my manager for more. I'm like, <laughs> and I can work on different time zones too. And he's like, Oh, awesome, what the fuck? It's fine.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you got a really cool boss, man. That's you know, well, he's probably mm-hmm. like, Hey, look at look at my boy's doing. I let him do this shit. It's like living through you
1: so i'm lucky man and i'm lucky you know we don't have a big company where hr would be because you know like some girl would be upset or some guy would be upset and start complaining to hr about like well he's distracting the t-, or if, if i mess up they're like it's probably because he's overseas bring him back like i know how the office can get so yeah
0: yeah i have a friend of mine i met him here i live in memphis and i met him here and he's originally from toronto and then he started an online company. So this is a 2014, I think I met Freedom. And so like he would bounce around from Toronto to here to Mexico. And then he went to Thailand. And then after the COVID happened, he got stuck in Thailand. But he spent most of his time there anyway. He's been trying to get me to come for years. But he's kind of doing what you're doing, like just living his life and the women and <laughs> all the other good <laughs> shit that comes with it, man.
1: Yeah, hey, I hear Thailand's crazy. I hear they party like wild over there, so
2: so where where in Asia are you going?
1: I'm starting off in South Korea. Nice. The tickets were cheap. I'm gonna spend a month in South Korea, and then I don't know, man, I'm gonna build my bridge as i as I cross it. but like once I get to Asia, I'll meet people and ask around where to go next. So is it hard to make connections on the road? No, actually, it's like there's a big community of people doing this, and I meet people from all different disciplines. Like sales people, like um, you know, stock traders, people who just teach teach English. And so there's usually like a vein of digital nomads in each city. Because mm-hmm. we like certain cities. Um, there's like a whole there's a website of actually like, oh, this city has good Wi-Fi and it's cheap, and then digital nomads start a little community there. Oh nice. Uh, so there's usually like a group to connect with. And I've met people back up. Like I met a guy out here that I just saw in Mexico and we didn't even like no, we were going to be in, in the same spot and ended up bumping into each other out here.
2: So he's doing what you do, like remotely yeah. working. Oh, OK. Did you
1: travel a lot before the pandemic? No, I did not. I really did not. I just uh, I'm glad I did. I was scared. And I think a lot of people have the same fears of like how dangerous it is, things going wrong. And I had those same fears, too. Yeah. Um, but I think I just went like I just decided to, to take that leap. I remember, oh, go ahead, about, I'm
0: sorry, what were you saying?
1: Oh, I said my family was pissed at me. Even
0: <laughs> <now>. <laughs> yeah, I remember the first time I went I went to Africa, and uh, we got in this car, and we were driving down this road, there's no fucking lights anywhere, and I was like, this is how it ends. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> it's kind of like you go around the, the alleyway with that hot chick. Like, yeah, yeah, it's like, it might
0: No, he would have been dying something better than I was driving to a fucking Airbnb. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you have to do that sometimes in life, I think. I feel like. Yeah, it's too brief, paths. man. Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
0: And that's, you know, most people, I mean, there's a good majority of people who have never left their street, let alone the country.
1: Yeah. yeah. And
0: I think that once you start traveling, you start seeing how other people live. And I have a quote. It's like uh, it makes you like traveling makes you appreciate where you're at and where you're from. Because there's certain things that they have in other countries that we don't have. And then there's certain luxuries like ice. Like if you go to some places and you can't even get iced, you know, like, yeah. and that's something we take for granted. And like even like air conditioning and shit like that. So it's just traveling is, is one of the best things, especially for Americans, because there's a lot of Americans that were spoiled. And so yeah. we take a granted, you know, take for granted for a lot of shit that other people, that's why people try to come here, you know? So. Definitely. That's cool as shit that you're getting to live out your dreams, man. And you seem like a young guy. How old are you?
1: I'm 31.
0: Yeah, you're young as fuck, man. So it's just like.
2: Dang, we were 31 12, 12 years ago. And, I mean, 30, 12 years ago.
0: Yeah, doing that and living living life is it's what it's about, man. Because like I said, at the end of the day, I mean, we're all going to die. And I think a lot of times people live like they're not going to die.
1: Exactly. Yeah, oh, I'll exactly. do it
0: tomorrow. I'll, do, I'll wait on somebody else. No, motherfucker. Do it now
1: mm-hmm yeah yeah and then and if, if it all goes belly up and i lose my job like I, i've done like worst case scenario like i'm gathering up my life like i've I've had a good story i've lived and done crazy shit so like i'm okay with it
2: do you and you're think, making connections too yeah do you think like yeah. if your boss is like hey we we need you to come back to the office now it, you know you're you had your fun. Would you quit your job and just continue working like in wherever you're going wherever you're at, because it's so much cheaper for you and find he's, a job?
1: He's kind of alluded to that a couple of times, and I was straight up like, I'll quit. Like, I'm not going <laughs> to make sure I have all my stuff so you can pass it <laughs> off to the next guy. That was, that was basically what I was saying. Like, I, I can start like uh, documenting my processes, is what I told him. Like, I'll start documenting my processes. And he basically knows, oh, shit. So. Yeah, I can't go I don't know, man. I I'm addicted to it right now. Like it, I I don't know how sustainable it is though, but if I seriously if I'm in a city for longer than 30 days, I start thinking like I need to go. I need to leave. And um so I'm going to just keep doing this until it breaks. We'll I saw one
0: Yeah. I saw one video where you were telling people what to do as far as like different jobs they can find to do remote. Mm-hmm. So can you break that down for us?
1: Yeah, sure. I there I meet people all the time from a bunch of different um, professions so I think each people each person's path to becoming a digital nomad is different because a lot of people just ask me what I do and they're like okay I'll just do that but I don't think that's the right move for everyone I think you got to like take a look at what your previous experience is and what you like to do and you'll be successful at but I think that's the first step is just thinking about, what path would be right, and then going all in on that path and going through. There's a couple of job sites. Up works great. Flex jobs and Indeed has this remote filter mm-hmm. that you like international remote. And uh, there's pros and cons. The cons are a lot of people want those jobs, but the pro is you can apply for literally every job because it's you're not limited to your city, so you can just there. There's opportunity out there for sure. But um, I'm the most people I meet are like uh, like project managers. I meet people in sales. I meet people like day trading. Uh, I meet people who just saved up and have like a big nest egg and then just are taking like six months off. English teachers, you know, there's a lot of stuff. Tech, there's a lot of places you can, a lot of ways into this lifestyle.
0: So yeah, like, so what do you like about Colombia?
1: Oh, man, it's so beautiful here. I mean, right now it's storming. My power went out, but like most days, it's gorgeous. Uh, the women here are so friendly, and they're really nice and sweet, and they're gorgeous, too. There's like a, things are cheap. Um, yeah, it's it's just a great country, and it's underrated because people think it's so dangerous
3: mm.
0: just
1: because of Pablo Escobar. And so, like, you don't get that touristy feel, but everyone's super, super nice here.
0: I saw one video you had posted. It was – uh. I guess you had met like a lawyer and then people were giving you shit about her being a lawyer.
1: Yeah, no, people thought she was going to kidnap me. Like I get that all the time. <laughs> like, I'm with, I'm with, a, I'm with these girls and they're like, Oh, you're going to wake up with your kidney missing. You're going to get kidnapped. And I'm, and uh, I'm trying to fight, you know, against that and let people know, like this is a great, you know, there's, this is a functioning country. There's lawyers and doctors. Every girl's not a kidnapper or like a <laughs> or something. You know what I mean? Like Colombia's is a great place.
0: And then, like, I see you have, like, you rate, like, which place is best for Tinder or, like, uh... oh, yeah. <laughs> so how did you start that? Like, were you already on dating apps before you moved down there and then just, like, transitioned to it or?
1: Yes, once I started traveling a lot, that's, like, my go-to move is set my Tinder location there, like, two weeks beforehand until a month beforehand, start making friends, asking local women where the local people hang out, where the good food is, where everything you get, like you can develop the tour guide from Tinder and then have dates when you arrive to those places. Like it's just, it just knocks off so many birds with, with one stone. So I really like using Tinder for traveling. And then I was just curious, like if I'm going to do this, I might as well see what countries have like the cutest girls. that'll Perfect.
2: <laughs> 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 yeah. But yeah, like um, that, that, that video you made early or yesterday or, or two days ago, the slang one, that was funny as shit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, damn. I was like, what was the, what was the one? The come one? Puha? Poo,
1: poo, yeah. Puha. It means demon. <laughs> Brazilians are wild, man. That is, that their culture is crazy. But, uh, yeah, it's cool. It's cool. uh Meeting the locals and learning that kind of stuff. So this you too, stay, I, this, yeah, oh yeah,
2: that's right. This one, that's <laughs> your favorite one. <laughs> so do you stay away from like the tourist areas? You just hang out with like local people. Um, no, I do a mixture of both.
1: You know, it's nice because you're here for 30 days, and so a lot of times on vacation you do stuff. You force yourself to do things, right? You're like,
3: oh, we yeah. only have four
1: days have to go see the thing, and then now I'm like, I don't feel like staying in today. Or instead of doing the tourist stuff, I want to knock out all the tourist things. But then, like, chill days, we'll just you know walk around, find stuff. So it's I mean I do a mixture of everything.
0: So how do you find like locations you're going to stay?
1: Uh, there's this great site. It's called Nomad List. I'm trying to get them to sponsor me, to be honest, but I use <laughs> Nomad List a lot. But uh, it's a really cool site. It, it rates places. It's like, this is how much it costs a month. This is the internet speed. This is the safety. This is the fun. And it, it like has this cool scale. And um, I usually just check that out and then start watching YouTube videos on it. Then do my Tinder thing. It's like a whole process. <laughs> it's like a whole process of going so for any guy
0: that's like on tinder what are your not even just out of the country but what would recommendations would you have for a guy that's like on tinder or bumble
1: um lean into your uh foreignness like that's what's gonna make you special and that's what is gonna make you interesting is that you are from america you are a foreigner there you're gonna have an accent you're gonna have these crazy memories and weird things that are that are your life that they just don't have access to or that they are going to find really interesting so that's what i normally do is like lean heavy into like i am an american you know so
0: do you have like
1: certain pictures
0: that make it stand out more or like you have like a quotes or like in your bio and shit like
1: yeah yeah i let them know i usually do a phrase in whatever language i'm arriving like hey i knew um american American here. Uh, don't, I don't speak very good Spanish. I don't speak very good Portuguese, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really want to learn like where are the best places to eat? Where is the best local foods? I'm um, looking for some friends. And then pictures of like famous American spots. You know, mm, everyone knows
0: like New York City or something like that.
1: Exactly, yeah. oh, New, they just think America's New York or California. <laughs> <laughs> fun, fun, wow. The Hollywood side. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because we're, we're like uh, the biggest export of entertainment. Like yeah. they've seen movies from us. They, you know, so leaning into that. And then a line I really like to use is I just landed. I'd love to try some local food, but I don't even know where to start. If you take me to your favorite place, I'll buy it. For us, Mm. you know what I mean, and they get to show off their favorite place, and I, you know, you get a date.
2: Man, you're living in twenty three thousand ten, while the rest of us are back here in twenty (laughs) twenty two.
0: Yeah, that's funny thing about traveling, though, is you are the foreigner, because like when I went, I've been to, I've been to Barcelona, and I've been to Tanzania, and just the way I talk, like I talk different for being in Memphis, but. Especially like when you have an, an accent, like an American accent. Like, oh shit, I'm the foreigner here. Yeah. Right. It's wild, man. But you're right. It, they do have so much of our entertainment. So that's why they're so acclimated to us.
1: Mm hmm. Yeah.
2: Oh, pop culture. Would How like,
1: you, how'd you feel about Barcelona? Did you feel like the, the Spaniards liked America? Cause I hear Europe, it can get kind of like, they don't like Americans there.
0: Uh, it depends on where we were at. Uh, we met a lot of people from America while we were over there, but a lot of the people, like the locals, were pretty friendly.
1: Okay, that's yeah.
0: Cool. Like we actually just got off interview with this guy, it's a uh, the instigator. He's a DJ, and he's talking about he's going there uh, for the first time to go into Barcelona. But yeah, it's a it's a beautiful place, man. And I guess like especially with what you're doing,
1: I think you'll do well there. All
2: right, I'm gonna have to check it out. But also, like, you know, Wicked, like you just said, a lot of people don't leave their street, they alone the country. Like, this is going to be Wicked's first time, besides Canada and Hawaii. Remember, he said he's leaving the country yeah. for the first time, As you know, and he's, like, probably, like, 40, like us. I think that's just
0: something that I wish more people could do, man. Like, I really wish there was some type of program or something that people could experience other shit, like, other cultures.
1: It's so necessary, because it's, like... I don't think anyone. I think it will stop wars and shit too. Like I don't think people would want to go to war if they they can't demonize those people when you live among them. You realize they're they're just so nice and happy and friendly and you know what I mean.
0: Yeah, like one and, of my first experiences was like I was sitting in my Airbnb. This was when I was in Barcelona, and I heard people in this courtyard and they were laughing and it's like they sound like us, you know, they sound like they were home until they started speaking. Yeah, you know, and it's like oh shit, we laugh, we cry, all in the same language.
1: Oh, that's great. Yeah. I didn't think about that. The most important, like the core stuff.
0: Is yeah. And it's like, even like with Anthony Bourdain, those type of people, like you can share experiences over food too. Like that's a bonding thing. You know, it's, it's just like you're saying like, if, if more people got to experiences, there are probably less conflict because they'd be like, Oh wait, you're just like me. So yeah, like you said, I think if we had more people to experience other cultures, we have less conflict.
1: Oh, yeah, hundred percent,
0: even like with neighborhoods here in the United States, like if more people could see how other people live and how other people are, maybe they wouldn't judge people so much.
1: no, I feel like America's really lacking community, yeah, like after leaving America, yeah, we really don't talk to our neighbors that much like as much as I see out here, everyone's waving, and like you have your you go to the same grocery store, but you're friends with the clerk because you see you know what I mean, just like mm-hmm. stuff like
2: yeah, and know it's a couple episodes ago, Tony said this like. If the aliens, when the aliens come down and they, and they end up being hostile, it's going to be the aliens versus the humans. Right. And then we're Mm -hmm. all going to have to band together. Yeah. So like, why why can't we do that now? And just be like you said, you know, community with each other instead of hating each other because he's black, I'm Brown, he's white, you know, whatever he's Asian, he's Mexican, whatever.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I I agree a hundred percent. It's like uh, the, the Watchmen movie was on that. They, like, faked aliens just to bring humanity together.
0: Oh, was it? I need to watch that movie. I never seen that. But, yeah, I mean, that's not even to say, like, aliens are bad. That's just, like, a human nature thing that you think somebody's always going to be the villain. But mm-hmm. I think, it like, if we've seen before, like, with 9-11 and kind of like when COVID first started happening, you know, people kind of band together. But then they go back to their old bullshit again. And it's just like, yeah. you know, we don't need a tragedy where <laughs> we lose people to want to be A decent human
1: Yeah right it's it sucks But but that's just how people That's how people change You know yeah. they that catalyst that tragedy
0: I saw this uh, it was Elon Musk was Talking and he said that uh, We need people to die Off because most people after a certain Age are set in their ways Because they're asking about people living forever And he's like well you know generally once you Get a certain age you're set in your ways and you're not Going to change so you know, when people start dying off, unfortunately, then some of those old ways hopefully will die off too. Yeah. So maybe we will get to a point. Maybe not in my lifetime, but maybe somebody else's kid's lifetime, where there's less division and there's less hate, and you know, all other human flaws.
2: Yeah, we can hope. We can hope. It was like I think Daniel said this on his episode. Um, you know, the closest America was ever together was after nine eleven how everybody was you know we're all you know together and this. like he was saying i believe it was daniel um it was, he was saying that you know that's that's the america that he would he loved and you know he remembers and he would love for that camaraderie to come back together unity to come back together
1: yeah it's a shame we just i think a lot of people are losing their uh patriotism too and because uh, america's done shitty things to them and, and it's been shitty so people are like you know, we were once really, really great. Like every, the world's copying us now. You know what I mean? Like the entire planet's basically copying what we did a long time ago. So it's still cool. But we I feel like America's just, you know, I find myself wanting to not live there. Like if I'm eventually going to settle down after traveling to these places, like I'm an American, I love America, but I'm also like, I kind of want to settle down in a different country eventually.
0: What process would that take? Do you think to, to live in another place full time?
1: Uh the first thing that comes to my mind is getting married. Uh okay. <laughs> to, to, so to a girl out here. But um yeah, I I if I lived full time, I would have to do something with taxes eventually. Uh because what I'm doing now is there's uh visas where it, as long as you don't stay 180 days or more consecutively, mm-hmm. then you don't have to pay any taxes or anything like that. So I I'm usually jumping from country before that ends. If I was going to stay in one place, I think I need to get like a dual citizenship, especially like you can get a visa just to own property and stuff. So, yeah, that's a ways away from me, though. I, I, I still want to travel a bunch, but I'm sure it's complicated. So what all places in
0: uh, Asia do you plan on hitting?
1: I really want to see Bali. Bali's mm-hmm. been like that's been on the dream board for a while. And uh, like just the, the landscape out there is crazy. Like it's like jungle temples. Like I want to see. Vietnam, I heard Vietnam's really cool. The Philippines, um, Thailand, Japan for sure. I'm a gamer and kind of like an anime nerd, so mm-hmm. like Japan would be amazing.
0: And when are you going over there?
1: Uh, I'm leaving on the 27th to Bogota, stopping in the states to see family. So I think I'm getting there. Shit, I should know this. I booked the ticket a little <laughs> bit, but
2: I it's June 20, like the 20th. Oh <laughs> I man, your mom, your mom, your mom's gonna be like. She's going to try to convince you to stay. She's like, "No, you need oh, to stay. Yeah. You need to stay. I miss my son." Are you she's eating? Like- you she's look so
1: skinny. Yeah, she's like Texas is in the Gulf of Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> they have great beaches. It's the same thing. It's the uh, same water. I'm like, "No, you don't get it."
0: Man, that's just awesome what you're doing. So like uh what exactly are you doing for online which you're like TikTok? Like what's the end goal with that?
1: Yeah. Well, the, actually, I started it by my goal was to make it for myself like four years ago. And like, I want to convince people to do this because I didn't know. And there's nothing special about me. It's like, you just need that one remote gig. Mm-hmm. And this is, this is what you can do. So I think I just want to show people that, inspire people, and then show different dating culture from around the world is like my next goal is like, what are the customs? What are And I think learning that can help because just like you said people are far apart i think the sexes are far apart in america right now too mm-hmm. i think men and women are going through this huge thing right now and and i think showing different dating cultures might help with that american women get pissed at my videos sometimes but <laughs>
0: i think what it, what what, I, what makes him upset the most would you say he's living better than them
3: <laughs>
1: that's I, it <laughs> yeah, <just> <laughs> they're, they're mad that like colombian women were like who seem out of my league are willing to talk to me or something. And they're like, Oh, they just want a green card or he's going to get kidnapped. Or like these women, you're taking advantage of their socio-economic. Like, they're acting like I'm like finding. Yeah. People's idea of Colombia is so wrong. They're acting like I'm like going to like, they're homeless girls. Yeah. There's homeless women that look that beautiful. You know what I mean? Like they just don't <laughs> understand. You know what I mean? Um, and when one thing that's, that's really interesting, that I learned is that Colombian women are taught from how to treat men, just like we're, and if you think about it, men are taught how to treat women from a very young age. Like Mm -hmm. you bring her flowers, you listen to her emotions, you listen to her, this is what women like. But I think women in America don't have that talk from their moms, which is what happens in Colombia. Like their mom will sit them down. This is how you treat a man. This is how you do that. And I just think maybe that's missing. I don't know if I should say that on because I don't want to get hate for it, but that's just my, you know, takeaway from it.
2: Yeah, they already hate you. Well, how much more can they hate?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just
0: think it's like uh, cultures are different and like America's so blended with so many different ways of thinking that usually a country that is set in that country's ways are going to be different than here. You can't expect our culture to be the same as their culture.
1: That's true. And that's I think true.
0: that's what a lot of people do. They they expect people to think the way they think. And it's like, no, we, they don't live where we live, you know? So it's like, yeah. stop being so pig-headed and bullheaded, and think that just because Americans think it's right, that's the way it's mm-hmm. supposed
1: to be. Because
2: mm-hmm.
0: these other places have been sustaining just fine the way they're doing for a lot longer than we've been around.
1: That's true. Yeah, we're we're the young ones.
0: Yeah, and I think a lot of people forget that. You know, it's like, you know, like most people, like it used to be you Get married and then have kids now it's not that way. It's just like well, that's just the culture's changed here, but in other places, it's not like that's there's more traditional way of thinking, and that mm-hmm. seems to be working for them, so so be it let them let them live that way, and as long as you're not hurting anybody, who cares?
2: yeah, exactly,
0: yeah, you know, I just yeah. I don't know people are people are weird, they always want to project their thoughts on everybody else. It's like live your own life, man, don't worry about what I'm doing over here as long as you're not hurting anybody who cares,
1: yeah, exactly, exactly. I've, I've learned to start ignoring the bad comments, but you can't help you. You know you gotta read them. I, I read
2: them. And it's probably like Sometimes some like them, some
0: little kid that's probably not getting any pussy anyways. That's
2: <laughs> probably, <laughs> talking <to> shit. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> probably, yeah, you're right, Tony. So it's probably some like fake oh, sure, account man. knocking in for no reason. It's always some little fucking little chubby ass kid somewhere.
1: Yeah, 100%. No profile picture.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Or it's some guy like some incel that's upset or like some married guy who (laughs) wants to be doing what you're doing. And they're like, fuck, man, I'm going to hate on this motherfucker. That's going to (laughs) make me feel better. No, man. Live your fucking life. That will make you feel better.
1: Yeah, it's so true.
0: Like, I don't get hate, man. It's so ignorant to me. It's just like, you know, you can choose not to watch something exactly or you can choose not to comment on something i see shit all the time i don't agree with but i'm not gonna go comment on it
2: well you know i used to be really bad about that i used to like be on facebook commenting on people's statuses and stuff like that or whatever they post or whatever like really bad but now now i do it maybe once a week if that's one too many Yeah, yeah yeah but like it used to be like one or two a day some or maybe more you know but like i just i just scroll i just keep on scrolling fuck it you know, uh, yeah. what they posted is wrong. Like, it's actually factually wrong, but I, you know, I was okay. Just keep on going. Just keep on going.
1: That's the way to do it. And, and, and I really can't blame people because this is all new. Like, the social media, this, like, we're all figuring this out together. And so it's like, yeah, people are going to fall in these pits because this is the first time humanity's dealt with this. And it's so, you know, it's going to be weird to see, like, what culture. Cultures come out of that, like what cultural rules are going to be applied to social media because it takes a long time for those to form. Like, right now, it's just the Wild West, you know, people are hating response videos and like, <laughs> you know, viral, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like, who
2: knows? Who knows what it's going to be? I mean, think about this, like, you got like a say, like, uh, Tom Brady or something like or uh, Des Bryan or somebody, like, you know, NFL quarterback and wide receiver, like, you know, think about all the. Love they get on their posts and stuff like that, but then as you also they also see the negative comments, right? That people post, but whoever's doing their accounts or whatever, I'm not sure if they do it or not. But like, it probably takes a lot for when a superstar has to respond to your dumbass comment that you just yeah. irritated him so much, yeah, or, you know, or whatever that they decided to respond to you. And that's a win for the guy that got yeah. him to respond. Yeah, right? like that's exactly
1: the response. Yeah, what you made did. you guys start podcasting? By the way, I'm I'm curious what your guys' background is. So uh, is I had a
0: uh, I had a friend of mine. Well, prior to this, the thing Link up was supposed to be an app. It was supposed to be an app where, like, say, like what you're doing right now, you're traveling, and you go to another country or another state or whatever, and you can get on the app and find out what's going on in that city of that night, or if you know somebody that knows how to do a lot of stuff in town, they can take you out or give you tickets or something like that and nothing ever came of it because like the people like I'm not an app developer so like the people I was talking to were just bullshitting and so yeah. then we were riding in a car one day we we're going to watch a fight somewhere in Mississippi and we were just having a conversation with some friends of mine and I was like this could be a podcast you know just conversations so yeah. a friend of mine and he's like had it. he lived in Florida he used to live here and he was like I got a buddy that has a podcast live next door to me he's like we should do one and I was like okay cool cool Neither of us knew how to do it and nothing came of it. Like we were supposed to record some just to record to see like what it sounded like, you know. But we know how to talk, so I don't know why we record something. This
2: is gonna be on y'all's phone, right? Like, yeah, I, yeah.
0: And then uh he ended up moving back here. He moved back to Memphis, man. <laughs> and he's like, Hey, we're gonna we're gonna get this shit going, man. We're gonna record. And he was supposed to come around on a Sunday, didn't show up. And I said, Fuck it, man. I so I went on uh Amazon bought some equipment i have a friend of mine his wife has a podcast and so i asked him some questions and then i went on youtube and here we are now but that's how it started it was supposed to be an app for traveling or like for finding out events and shit like that then it was supposed to be with my buddy and then you know i was already paying for the link up name so i was like i might as well use it
1: yeah you know that app sounds great honestly like that's something i would use for sure but um Yeah, but I just
0: like I think like it's kind of morphed into what it was supposed to be because I'm having conversations with people that I never would have met before. So we are Mm -hmm. linking up like I saw your video. I had him reach out to you and then now we're here.
3: Yeah,
0: you know, it's it's so cool. So I think that's the beauty of there's a lot of beautiful things about the Internet. Like one, you get to do what you're doing. Two, you're putting out good content that people enjoy. Like I saw your that thing on that uh, Wall Street Gone Wild or whatever the fuck it's called, <laughs> and so that made me go research your videos, and I was like, oh man, this motherfucker's living the life that if I was 31, I wouldn't be doing the same shit. And then two, you know, like we're having a conversation. It's a good conversation, in my opinion. So,
1: no, very cool. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome.
2: Yeah, I, I ended like up getting this seat because he's friend No Showed. That's why I'm here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> But well, it's
1: uh, good to have you, man. thanks, man. Thanks, thanks. You guys have a good setup. It sounds crisp. Like the microphones are nice, and the setup's nice. Thanks, man,
0: man, I I I'm really a stickler on like if you're gonna do something, you gotta do it right. Like I don't want a half ass shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, cause like you really have a short window of opportunity to keep people in. You know, like there's so much content out there. And if you yeah. like, it's, it's bad sound quality or shit like that. People are going to tune out. and like, i are like, I got, I can go watch something else. You know, I can go oh, watch this know? fucking guy with chicks down in fucking Columbia, yeah, <laughs> on his TikTok.
3: Yeah.
0: yeah. You know. So, uh, can you tell us, uh, like, just tell us about like the women down there? Like, give us a rundown. Like, when you first fly in, what do you do? You're like, all right, set my
1: location. You say you do it two weeks out. Yeah. Yeah. I do it like two weeks, a month out even sometimes. So I usually have girls, I could hang out like day of. So this is my first day in This is a funny story. Second day actually. So I land, blah, 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 unpack everything. Second day, meet this girl on Tinder. And I just go straight to the club with her. She wants me to go to the club. So I don't know what the fuck's going on. I don't speak Spanish. I open up the, the menu and I see these prices for bottles and I'm doing the calculation. I'm like, is it thirty dollars for a bottle in this club? Like that's so crazy to me. We're getting a bottle, and I'm telling her like we're getting a bottle. And She's Yay! like,
3: Ooh, like this club.
1: <laughs> and so He gets hammered, man, and I'm dead. And so I turn around, she's she's passed down on the table, face down. Oh shit! Her hair is up, it's like an octopus, <laughs> and he, the waiter noticed at the same time. And he starts telling me shit in Spanish, and I just I'm like I don't I don't know what to do here. It's my second, you know. And then he disappears. This other girl comes. Uh, she can speak some English. She's like a manager. She's like, you guys get to have to leave. You have to take her home. I was like, I don't know her. And they're like, <laughs> and then I'm like, what? And so in Columbia, you have security. So my security guard at like to get into the buildings,
3: mm-hmm.
1: not going to let me carry some passed out chick up to my room. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to be able to take her home. So the manager's yelling at me. We're out front of the club. There's like a the line to get in. So this is happening all in front of the club. This is my second day. I'm like, oh, I shouldn't have fucking came here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she ends up going through the girl's purse. She's like, fuck it, we'll find it where this girl lives. And she like goes through a purse, finds an address, and then calls an Uber and is like, all right, take her to this address. And like, I'm drunk too. So I'm carrying this girl to an Uber past the line of people, and I'm realizing like I'm about to be in some Colombian neighborhood. I don't know where this girl's from. She could be from like the hood. Yeah. I carry this girl around looking for her house. Like, what the fuck am I doing right now? You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? So, long story short, I came back, and I'm like, fuck this. She's like, I'm calling the police. I'm like, call the police. The police show up. They're like, what happened to her? I'm I'm doing all Google Translate. It was the shots. Shots translates in Spanish like a shot, like a vaccine shot. No. <laughs> mainlining shit, so I get fucking put in handcuffs. This drunk girl's passed out like, Oh, my God. Eventually, they unlock her phone with her face yeah. and contact her students. And then her parents show up to the club in their pajamas. Wow. And they shake her. And uh, the last thing I said to that girl at the club, I was like, the manager, I was like, my bottle is still in there, right? Like, you gotta, <laughs> like, so you got to be careful. Like, the women here can put you in bad situations. Just that from getting too drunk or just um, – I haven't had any girl like do malicious things, like take me somewhere and have like her friends or her like real boyfriend show up or anything like that. Mm. They're they're all really sweet and nice, but just regular situations can end up hairy like
2: that. So have you been back to that club?
1: Yeah, I did. I went back and they fucking recognized the me. next day. <laughs> He's like, What's up? <laughs> bottles, bottles, bottle syllabus. But the women out here are super nice. Like I the group of guys I came out with, they all have dates. Throughout the, if you know what I mean, like I'm leaving beautiful women on red just because I'm like, I, I'm i just tired, you know, like God. I just can't, you know what I mean? It's crazy. Like, uh, yeah, if you were to see, I was about to show you like the Tinder, like my Tinder, it's just wild. It's wild. These are women out here,
2: man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Awesome. The fuckersaurus,
1: <laughs> anyone. I'm not special to, to anyone. Like, every other American guy out here is doing the same thing. It's the same thing. They love. First off, our money goes really far. So we're like rich. They love our accents. They, uh, they like are interested in American and America, uh, Americans and America. So it's like you have ev- a lot of things going for you out here.
0: And what? So are you originally from Texas? I'm originally from Colorado. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah, man. It's just, it's wild because I have a buddy that went down there. He was, he travels with this fighter and the fighter was down there reducing like, Stem cell shit or something. I can't remember what it was, mm-hmm. but he was telling me how women, the women down there were just beautiful and accommodating and all kind of shit. And then, like I said, I saw your videos and it's just like, well, it must be some truth to this.
1: Oh, there is. It's, it's, people are shocked when they, when they get here because it really, it, and you know what? Girls will give you the time of day. Like you can approach a beautiful woman and start talking to her and she'll gonna, you know, sit there and talk back and, and, you know, be interested. But in America, there's that girl would walk right past you. She, <laughs> And it's just a totally different culture. I think it's like they I don't know. I'm trying to get to the bottom of it. I'm interviewing a lot of Colombian women actually, and I'm trying to get to like distill some some truths so I could put out some stuff. but yeah, I don't know exactly it's 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 the culture and they love masculinity, but I feel like there's there's no such thing I guess there's machismo. they don't like machismo guys, but that's what's going on. But they like, um,
2: they're looking for you.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like, <laughs> gotta go, guys. I mean a great way to end it. Just like run. Power, power out. It's just the cops cutting his power.
0: <laughs> yeah, I wonder if it's like people here are so used to like guys just always throwing dick at them. So it's like I always say like women look at sex like a buffet and men look at it like a stranded person's last meal on a dessert island like you don't know where it's going to come <laughs> exactly from and so it's just like they come from a place of it's always available so they're they don't have to accept every advance it's taken you yeah know? which is nothing wrong with that i mean they're entitled to reject whoever they want to reject but That's i true. also think there's a shelf life with all of us and especially Like, I wonder how a 40 to 50 year old woman feels now compared to when she was like 20 when she was at her prime.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot lot of women get envious of or like they wasted their youth. It's sad because I understand like women have it rough. Women have it really rough because unfortunately, men look were so much more visual Mm -hmm. and like women like you can grow as a man and be in your thirties, forties and still be attractive. Like conventionally to like all women, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah.
1: So they, they have a rough, you know, they have to pick their, they have to choose carefully. And it's like,
0: even like, um, even as far as like men, when you get older, you start getting more money. You know, you're not going to have that when you're 20 something. Generally, you know, like they always say men get their value with age. You know, generally Mm -hmm. women are validated by their looks, you know, and like I said, it's not saying that all older women are not attractive. Definitely they are attractive. But say if a man's younger or an older man that wants kids, I mean, their window of opportunity has been dwindled, you know, once they hit 30 to 40, yeah. you know, like. So there is some truth to to that, you know, as far as like maybe it is a bitterness thing.
1: You know? Yeah. Who? Yeah. It's. It's interesting, and but women are weird,
0: like, man. It's like they say, like women don't even like women. So how are men supposed to understand women?
1: Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, right, I, yeah. We can we can get close, but I think it's like you will never totally understand. Yeah, it's just lot. You're just gonna have to just take their word for it.
0: It's like speaking another language, pretty much.
1: Yeah, right. It and is. It's like
0: I can kind of interpret it, what you're saying, but I don't. I don't grasp it completely. mm Hmm. And then a lot of it is like, how come you don't understand why I'm thinking? I don't fucking know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's like another language, right?
3: Yeah,
0: yeah. Like
1: yeah, yeah. fuck. What's weird is being able to get along with women when you don't. I dated a girl where we didn't speak the same language. How that, that work? Was, that there was a lot. You don't realize how much you communicate beyond words just throughout the day oh. you know like we look like oh, i'm we could look at each other like that was fine i'm happy like we're going to go eat like it was i was she said it was like dating a five-year-old like my <laughs> was like conversation not as far as anything else but just like talking like, yeah are you hungry i'm like yeah i am hungry like would you i think i would like but the like big things of just like being able to enjoy moments together being able to you know watch a movie together and hang out like all the that stuff it's like what you were saying Humanity, the humanity, most of us are similar. Like we don't need to really say a ton yeah. to, be in, to be in somewhere happy with someone.
0: Now, as far as like what women goes, how important do you think being interesting is or having a story?
1: Oh, yeah. Stories. Having a story is everything. And that's the best part. My favorite part of dating. Like those first times you're dating someone, you get to tell them your story. Yeah. And they get to tell you theirs. Yeah. And and your story starts in a different country to them. Yeah, you know true. I mean? Like they op- they open your book and they're like, "I was in Cal- Colorado, America." You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. the snow. You know, it's just like it's just a different book. And theirs is super interesting to me too. Yeah, because there's just like all this crazy. It's the girl I was talking to. Her mom had her when she was fourteen out in Colombia, and I was like fourteen. It's fucking crazy and how like her mom's her sister basically. Like growing yeah, up, yeah, yeah, like wild stuff. So I think having a story is really interesting. Unfortunately, like the truth is money is important, Mm -hmm. you know? And I think you can't lie to men and be like a woman's going to like, no, no, you should want to get your career, right? You should want to get money because that helps. And so out here, you, whatever you're making, like times it by three. And that's basically what you're making. You know what I mean? So what are a lot of the
0: guys that reach out to you? What are they, what are their questions to you? And,
1: like yeah, their questions are um, like what to do in Medellin. I have a lot of guys who are just like, hey, I, I'm coming. Like, what, what, what should I do? I give them tips about like where to go. Some guys are like how to get started in digital nomading. I try to give them as best the best tips I can, um, even though their path's going to be different than mine. And um, some people just say, reaching out saying like, hey, I like what you do. Cool shit.
0: No, it's definitely cool what you're doing, man. Like I said, it's just uh, you're living – you're living a dream that most people will never take the leap to do. Not saying they couldn't do it, but they're not yeah. going to take the steps to do it.
1: My, this is my message. I want to be is that the people living your dreams are more similar to you than anyone else than mm. the people around you. And they're no different than you. You could be living that dream. The fact that they're doing it and you want to means you guys are the same. You guys want the same thing. So it's like, Like I said, there's nothing special about me. I'm not super smart or like have this crazy career. I don't make a shit ton of money, but anyone can do that. Like if you put your mind to it, there's so many remote jobs out there.
3: Well,
0: I saw something one day and this guy said, uh, what's the greatest person that never took the step to do something? So like there's so many people that might be the best basketball player in the world or the best singer in the world, but we'll never know because they did not. They didn't try. They just didn't do. And that's the thing that there's a lot of people that are one scared of other people's outside influences that, oh, you're not going to make it. You're going to come back home or you're going to fail or it's your internal bitch in your head that is controlling you from not doing something.
1: I'll tell you what I, I have. I'm I had that internal bitch for sure. And honestly, what happened with me, too, is I got out of a relationship. And for some reason, that's always some big motivation. Like people get in shape. Yeah, in shape. I'm Like I got these relationships, so I use that fuel, and was like, this girl's gonna have to watch me travel the world <laughs> <laughs> and watch all those hot I'm chicks not, in your snaps. That, I mean, you're uh... like, yes, <laughs> that it's, was definitely in my head a little bit for sure. Like leaving, like I, and I want to live this life, and it's like I would use that fuel of people in my ear, like you're gonna get kidnapped, you're gonna get, oh, you're gonna get fired, like everyone's projecting what why they're not doing it
0: yes man that's so true true, man like it's that whole crabs in a bucket i don't want you to to win because i'm not winning stay down here with me i don't want you to do anything i always say i'd rather have monkeys in a barrel than crabs in a bucket because monkeys in a barrel Mm. pulling you out crabs in a bucket they're just always pulling and they could all reach the top if they really wanted to but their nature is to bring people down yeah how do you feel yeah. like as far as like being around people that have like negative mindsets?
1: Um, I take it with just a smile, like in a and uh, well, I'm almost still gonna do it. Like, oh yeah, you know, I'm gonna look up it. I'll look that up, but but uh, I I just want to do it really bad. Like, I I try to just bring it on me that how much I want it. Um, but you can't change them. You know, I don't argue. I uh, some people in my family are were were arguing just because they wanted what's best for me. I guess, and mm-hmm. they were. But then there's some people who uh, like acquaintances who really actually just didn't want me to didn't want to see me succeed or got pissed when I started succeeding. Mm. Like the amount of hate I got when I started my TikTok. Like it was like, you're being so cringe or like, what do you think people want to see this? Like, well, and now I have like 130,000 followers anymore. You're doing something right.
0: You know, obviously, like I said, I mean, I it all started when I saw that 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 story on Instagram, how I found out about you and then like I see your shit and it's entertaining to me. You know,
1: I'm glad, man. I'm really glad. I'm, I'm happy you guys uh, supported because that's the only reason I keep doing it. You know, because nope. it is, I'm working full time and then having to to do the, you know, the side stuff and edit and all that. But I love it. And I love hearing people say it, it inspired them. I love all of it. So. I appreciate it.
0: And I don't think it's just for guys. There's some women that can do the same thing you're doing too.
1: Yeah. And I want to show that a lot of women comment, oh, I would do this, but I'm a girl. It's that same internal shit. Like, oh, it's yeah. too dangerous. And I'm like, man, there's women out here traveling solo. Solo and, and going to other countries and staying in hostels, which is like they're in a room with eight strangers. You know what I mean, like you can do it. Humans are out a hole so good you know we're all super nice like no one's gonna they're, they're i'm just saying there's bad people out there but there's bad people in your neighborhood oh 100%, 100%, so yeah insane. the yeah. ratios is
0: i always say people are inherently good there's just a couple of assholes and generally those assholes are the ones that get spotlight on one because mm-hmm. if you're in the news that's going to bring fierce currency so they want people to be afraid so they can sell ad dollars and shit like it. if you're always saying everything's sunshine and rainbows no one's going to really believe that or want to listen to that. Cause Mm -hmm. like uh, for the most part, the world is good. You know, we don't have to walk down the street on an average and worry about somebody blowing us up. Yeah. You know, like if people really wanted to destroy each other,
2: we could.
1: Oh yeah. It'd be easy. Yeah. If that was nature, we would be so easy.
2: Uh, nomad list. You need to sponsor this guy.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Thank you guys. I appreciate you guys having me
0: on too. So how did you come up with, uh, the name?
1: Oh, I, I know, Digital Bromad. I had a different name for a long time. I had a different name and it sucked. <laughs> <laughs> so, what was that name? Oh, uh, it, it was Vagabonding Solo.
0: Oh, yeah. You're, the name you have <laughs> right now is catchy.
1: Vagabonding Solo? Yeah, yeah, it was stupid. It was a stupid name. But yeah, Digital Bromad. I don't know, it just came to me one day and I was like, is this used yet? This has got to be used. And then went, no, it was available. That's so fucking cool. This is yeah. And I think digital nomading is going to get bigger. So I'm going to hang on to that. I need to get that website or something. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Fucking make some merch or something too, man.
1: Yeah, I should, I should, I I'm still figuring out how to monetize this. I don't luckily I have a job Mm -hmm. that, that or else I would have like, I'm not pressured to, to, to monetize. Yeah. I think it's a good thing. Because I've gotten like random, hey, sell my vape pen on your TikTok or like, hey, do this. And it's like if I was struggling for money, I would have done it. Yeah. And I would have hurt my channel. So,
0: yeah, I think like when like you're saying, when you have other fuck you money to do your side hustles, it's less pressure. It's like trying to find a job when you have a job, when you don't have a job and you're trying to find a job, you'll take anything. Mm-hmm. and or you're yeah. in desperation mode you're like oh man how much money did i left in savings blah 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 but if you're just doing it on your own and you're having fun with it that's when it's enjoyable
1: yeah there's some something special about doing something you're pat like they people can tell oh he really he's just saying whatever the fuck he wants to say and showing us what he wants no one's telling him i have no sponsor that's like hey you should lay off on the colombian girls you know but, uh, you know, but no.
0: <laughs> I'm really looking forward to your uh, Asia series, man. Yeah,
2: that's going to be legit.
1: Oh, thank you, man. Me too. I've never been. I've never been. Like, I'm really excited. I'm so stoked. how many countries have you been to? I've been to my during the travels, um, I think five, five so far. Dude,
0: that's a lot. I mean, there's a lot of people that have never been to one.
1: Yeah, I know. I I feel bad. And I see them commenting and their their view of the world is like. You know Colombia's a war zone, and Pablo Escobar's out here. That.
0: <laughs> do you get to see where his place was at, or how does that work?
1: Yeah, I actually have a video of uh one of his one of his fincas, which is like his farm's out in um Guatape. and of course people break into it, and it's like all it's scary looking too There's spray painted you know everyone wants to run in there and, and walk around where Pablo Escobar was, but that guy was insane like of all the horrible things he's done, but mm-hmm. there's just people throughout history who are like just another level. Yeah, you know, he offered to pay off Colombia's national debt. Debt. That's <laughs> the money he had to pay the country's
2: debt, and
1: he was like running for president. And like it, it was insane. It's insane.
2: Well, I remember one thing about him was that he they you know so they had so much money they would bear it all throughout the country in fields and stuff like that, right? And I heard like I think the story is about eight or ten years old now. Somebody found a bag when they were farming, and he just took it to the local person. Like I don't know, so like a, lo- yeah. a local drug cartel, I guess, or something like that. And he's like, "Hey, I found this money on my land. Here you go," and just and then left
1: because he yeah, knew it was mill- Pablo Escobar's money. Yeah, that's crazy. Millions and millions. millions of money. Of, yeah, just
0: everywhere still. And isn't there something too where he has like a bunch of hippopotamus there too, or something?
1: Yeah, he brought a bunch of animals. He brought, like, hippos, <laughs> like, these, like, exotic macaws. He trained them all to stay in this tree. So, like, they were free, but they never left this tree. And, like, just all types of animals. Even his are birds
0: are afraid of him.
2: Jesus
1: Christ. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's
2: like, it's like his main house was ridiculous. And then he had all the little stash houses and, like, the hide hiding, hiding houses he had all over the country and stuff, man. Like. He, like you said, like you said, he was on a completely different level than any drug car, drug, drug trafficker we know still. Yeah, if
1: history was different, yeah, it'd just be crazy to see if he actually could have became president and had Colombia just be like a drug, uh, the first ever like drug nation state. But like, look at, this is where Pablo Escobar grew up actually, I'm right, in Medellin.
0: Fuck, that's
1: beautiful. The, this is the city. Wow. And, uh, when he went to prison, when he got caught and had to go to prison, he just built his own prison. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm so so, so like, they were
2: oh, they were yeah, they were bringing chicks and booze and drugs into the prison, like on this, on like on, on, uh, in a, on a truck.
0: That's so insane.
2: The only reason the government found out was because one of the chicks, there's like a camera like going into the like right there where the prison starts, you know? Like she got out of the truck. Like from the truck bed thing with the covers, you know, like the military trucks. Mm-hmm. And the, so somebody's working, notice what they were doing,
0: but they were so. But I mean, come on now. You said he built the prison.
2: Yeah. Tell me. he didn't but, know what but, was going but on. Was like, so enough.
0: you're watching like a TV version. He's actually down. There. I'm <laughs> going to go with what the fuck he's saying.
2: But there. like also like he had built like <clears> escape <throat> tunnel from the prison because when they knew his time was going to be up, like he was going to run instead of going to like a real prison. Like he built this backway tunnel and dude it was crazy.
1: The only reason he, he got out of power is cuz America came in to help. Yeah. Like and it's cuz we tied him to communism somehow. Like he was like working with some communist guerrillas or hired some militia and so that was the only thing. And if America didn't step in, like who knows, you know what I mean? So it's do the crazy. people
0: there are they like do they try to push themselves away from him?
1: Yeah, actually um speaking of like uh trauma bonding. This city was the most dangerous city in the world. Medellin was so everyone who, who's here now lost someone.
0: Oh okay. you know, we
1: know someone who lost someone. And the whole city's like trauma bonded together. They're all and they're all anti-drug. They hate the name Esco, but they're trying to change the the face of their city. He's you know? like and their they, Hitler they, pretty much. Exactly, yeah. They so they don't like him here. because, you know, the drug wars they lost Someone lost someone. Yeah. I mean?
0: Wow. That is so crazy, man. Like it's so, I mean, that just goes to show how some people are so influential though. Like, yeah. If he could have used that for good. What could he have done? Exactly. You know,
1: or if it was just legal. If he... <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, would like, it would be like Elon Musk right now. Oh no, shit, <laughs>
0: man. Uh, I know what you said, like 44, we're at hour right now. I don't want to take up too much of your oh, time.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. I was having a great time with you guys.
0: Oh, yeah, it's, it's fun. Really good, so. Uh, So what is your, uh, your plans for, like, the future? Like, what do you want to do?
1: I would love to travel full time and just, if I can monetize my content to where that's all I do and have more time to make it, I think uh, that would be amazing. You know, because I'm only really able to record a few hours a day and I got to edit and it's just like, I know there's potential where if I just it's another leap, right? If I take that next leap and let go of my job and just trust that I'm able to sustain myself from this. I'm not there yet, Yeah. but that's the that's the next leap.
0: And what was your first video that went viral?
1: My first video went viral was uh, a story about how I got left at sea in Mexico. (laughs) What (laughs) (laughs) What What was the story behind that? Uh, I was at, So I was in Cancun, and it was the, during the coronavirus. And I met a group of Brazilians there. The mm-hmm. whole cost was taken over by Brazilians, and they they booked a boat. And uh, I did. They were all speaking Portuguese. The people are speaking Spanish. And we went, and 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 they just fucking left me. The boat left. Jeez. We were at a spot with like statues, and there was a bunch of boats dropping people off. So they thought I was on a different boat. Wow. And
2: uh, yeah, <laughs> I got stranded. I was showing Tony the video that you're talking about. Like, you are y'all having fun? And there's two boats, like, chicks and dudes everywhere. And they're in the water playing and stuff. How scared
0: were you? I
1: would
2: have been shitless. Well, you know what? I I didn't get scared until
1: I got tired. Mm. Like, about once I was like, I cannot swim very much longer. Because we're swimming to these boats. And I'm like, someone's going to take us. And then I'm like, I seriously feel like just laying here. For the next hour, like, I can't swim anymore. And like, that's when I was like, oh, fuck. This is gonna, you know what I mean? What the hell's gonna happen? And I was just pissed <laughs> at the guys, too. It turned, it, it was anger for the first time. I would imagine. <laughs> I mean, the, some random boat picked them up. Oh, yeah. You know, it was a wedding party. Oh. It was a wedding party. They picked me up. I hung out on the back of the boat with the grandma. <laughs> and we just got, we drank. I got a drink with the grandma, and they dropped me off. oh that's awesome
2: dan you're living a good life bro
0: so uh what would you like do like a program where you teach guys like this shit
1: oh i'd love that we're actually working on something i don't know if i can well there's a group of people who want to rent like an eight bedroom mansion out here basically and then like have an application process bring a bunch of people in they're all going to be either wanting to do digital nomads or like content creators we still have to figure that out we're going to have like a uh, personal trainer there, staff, everything and then try to like build something. So, Damn. That, I mean, because like what
0: like at the end of the day I think most guys do shit to get women. I don't care what, what it is. No. Like most guys would live a life of like laziness probably mm-hmm. if it wasn't for tra- attracting women. So like if you can help guys that Possibly can't get that here or maybe their skills can translate from there to here to help them out to be like you don't have to be like that bullshit where they were doing like the pickup artist type shit. But
1: yeah, no, like no. to
0: build guys confidence and, you know, treat, treated show them how to talk to people and have stories. Cause I'm telling you, man, I think stories and being interesting is one of the most useful things you can have just in general and especially yeah. when it comes to women
1: exactly like if you're
0: dull you could be the best looking guy in the world but if you're dull i mean what are they going to want to talk to you about
1: yeah yeah and it's almost like as a woman they're joy they're going to join your life that's what they're thinking of like mm-hmm. you have to have a life that they want to join like why would they join your life if it's you know it's not interesting
0: yeah because i've even seen like people talk about how like or no like i have female friends of mine like they'll go on like bumble or Tinder and and I'm like, why'd you swipe on that guy? He's a good looking guy. And they're like, well, his profile was dull or he didn't have yeah. it, something in his bio or he didn't have good pictures. <laughs> like his first picture was good, but his second picture was shit. <laughs> like, but, you know, it's like that's how they think, man. And you have to be able to hack that system. You have to be able to hack their like their way of thinking. And so, like, if you guys are I'm not exactly sure what y'all are doing, but if y'all have something like that, I think y'all going to fucking hit Definitely. it out the park,
1: man. Yeah, that would be cool. Um So much on the plate right now. Uh, I'm hoping we do something, but they're speaking the facts, right? So many guys and just to admit, I'm motivated by women. Yeah, like I want to get women. And honestly, like I want to get a beautiful woman admitting that the man you're going to have to become to get that beautiful woman is actually so beneficial to you beyond the woman. You're going to have to learn how to be a good communicator. You're going to have to get your career right. You're going to have to do the, so it's okay. It's okay to have like a somewhat shallow, like I just want to sleep with a girl that looks like Scarlett Johansson. (laughs) Oh man. Well, to do that, you're going to have to become a great guy. Yeah. And like, it's okay. It's okay if
2: that's your end goal. So yeah, like the sleeping with the chicks is going to become secondary because now you become a better person.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: Well, I saw something one day. It was like, You know, everybody's talking about don't have an ego, but it's like sometimes you have to have an ego. You have to have the ego to get started. The guy said you have to have an ego, but you have to be able to justify it with the work. Yeah. And there's a lot of people that just wanna just have everything given to them and it's like, no, man, you have to work for it or you have to have other things that go along with what you have. And like I said, I'm telling you, man, I think the stories and what you're doing, that's a lifetime, man. That's like shit you could talk about when you're older to your friends and to your kids. And it's just like some things that you can talk about. Most people will never get to experience. It's something they can read about, but not actually live it.
1: I didn't think about that. Yeah. Like what I'm doing now will make how many more interesting conversations will you have in your lifetime just from the six months here? You know what I mean? Yeah. Because you're going to be able to tell different stories a thousand different people. You can say the same one a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. You no, know, it's, it's, I think, and it's about getting out of your comfort zone. Yeah. It is the risk. It is the growth. It is the, you know, I was totally content staying when I was with that girl before we broke up, I was content. I had my, my video games. I had my friends. I had my girl and, uh, I'm so glad everything turned out the way it was or the way it is now.
0: Yeah. Like, uh, you in, 2019 does he think he would be you 2022
1: no no idea he has no (laughs) idea what i'm gonna be up to (laughs) what what this shit i was gonna do
0: and just imagine what you in 2025 or you know 2030 is gonna be like
1: i hope man i hope I'm, I'm, i'm gonna keep trying to like i said i'm gonna ride this thing till the whales fall off so
0: and like i said i i mean obviously somebody saw your content and posted it. And that's how I saw it. So like, if you keep like your life experiences, you, there's no reason why you shouldn't be able to monetize it. I don't see why not. Cause like, there's a lot of guys that love women, cars and experiences. I <laughs> yeah. Mean, that's right?
1: that's Dan Brazilian. Yeah. Basically, basically, you know, dude, I need, I'm going to reach out once I get a million followers, I'm gonna reach out to Dan. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh shit. So, uh, like I said, I don't want to take up too much more of your time. I, I would love to have another one of these with you, actually. It's been fun talking to you.
1: Absolutely. This has been a great conversation. Maybe uh, from Asia. Yeah, yeah dude, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: And do you do any type of mentoring programs? As I have somebody that might need some help. They might uh, be sitting no, across but... from me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I don't, I don't do any mentorship. Like I said, I'm not trying to monetize, but... You hit me up on Instagram, I will I will answer every single one of your messages. I mean,
0: I'm willing to, like, send him down there, you know. He has a passport. You go down Don't there for, like, a week.
2: Pass- Conversation out. over. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> You're cool. Shut the fuck <laughs> up, Tony. You're cool.
1: Both of y'all come out.
0: Dude, you I would love to, man. That I mean, like, after my buddy went down there and then, um, like I said, I saw your videos. Like, that looks fucking cool as shit, man. Like, I'm so down to go. When Okay, when's the best time to go to Columbia?
1: Well, Medellin's, they call the city of eternal spring because it's the weather's great. I know that today's like the worst example because it was raining, but Mm -hmm. the weather's great here. Like the malls don't even have walls. Like you're in the like, I have to send you a video of it. It's crazy. Like no, no place has AC or nothing and and everything's fine because the weather's really nice. Medellin's a great city. Wow. I think year round is pretty good. There's probably rainier seasons, but it's a beautiful city.
0: So what is, um, what are some of the best things to do there?
1: Medellín, there's Guatape, which is like this giant rock, and it's like where all the reggaeton artists, Pablo Escobar has a house there. It's gorgeous. It's like this rock in the middle of these rivers and lakes. It's like a jungle. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like two hours from Medellín. Comuna 13 is really cool. was once the most dangerous neighborhood. Now it's like an art district. Okay. And you can go and literally see bullet holes on the wall. <laughs> oh, they, <geez>. flew, <laughs> they flew two military helicopters into that neighborhood because... There was a militia there like it's the history is crazy. So walking around, hearing that, seeing it and then seeing what they're doing now, like just the art. They're singing, break dancing and stuff on the street. Uh, it's They're totally turning things around. I think in 10 years, we're going to look at like this is a, a Colombia is like a great comeback story. Wow. And so being able to like, see that kind of stuff is is really cool because they're on the come up, I think. And now I think now finally people are starting to hear I'm seeing Colombia on instagram now like people are traveling here i'm seeing it so much more on like facebook and my friends like some mutual friends have come here so i think it's it's uh i think that's a good thing to see just the the way they're turning things around and you can see that through the neighborhoods that's
2: awesome
0: yeah man that just i don't know like i said i'm just uh i really like what you're doing man and you should keep it up because like i said i think you're going to inspire a lot of people and, you know like i said people are gonna hate regardless you could be doing something charitable and people are gonna hate on it
3: mm-hmm. like they
0: say i think it's a dave chappelle thing is talking about like jesus and he's like he's supposed to be in the best person in the world and they hated him
1: <laughs> yeah. Know, so like, <laughs> yeah right they killed him yeah
0: so it's like you know you gotta do what you gotta do man
1: yeah i put that i put out a video on how to how i use tinder to help get and i got so much hate on it i'm like guys i'm not making money off this i'm trying to give you game i'm trying to <laughs> give you, like, what are you, why are you mad at me? You was it
0: guys I mean? or women hating on you?
1: It was both guys and girls. What were the guys saying? The guys were saying that she was, a, that means she's a prostitute or I'm simping because I'm taking her out to. My thing was like, show me your favorite restaurant the same line, right? And uh-huh. then I'll take you there. Like, I want to learn local food. I'll buy it. And I'm with a beautiful girl and guys are like, well, they only want you for your money then or like, oh, fuck that girl. Or she was probably a prostitute or like, you know, people saying crazy. Well,
2: shit. I'd be like, well, hey, it worked out for me either way. So whatever, guy. Yeah. Right. What are you doing? Yeah. Did you not shit. I
0: always love when people hate on people. Online. It's like, what is, what is your life like? Like, how yeah. sad are you that you want to go hate on somebody? Like you're going to take time out of your day to go comment something. Did it make you feel better? Do you feel like a bigger person?
3: <laughs> no shit.
1: Yeah, right? On my is it, TikTok lives, people sometimes say crazy shit, too. How do you
0: sure. deal with, hey, do you just block
1: it or just tune it out? It depends on my mood. Sometimes I'm like, let's get into this. Sometimes, like, <laughs> 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 sometimes it's fun, man. Um, and a lot of times I just, I'll have to just ignore it.
0: Do you ever go um, look at their profile and be like, you're not doing shit. What the fuck are you
1: talking yeah, about? Sometimes. Sometimes. But you know, sometimes they do. You know, no one's perfect. Sometimes they do say some shit that I'm like, you know what, he's fucking right.
0: So like, do you take I some constructive criticism?
1: Yeah, yeah. Like i you know, I'm not opposed to it. I'm not opposed to it. if it's. Cor- I mean, it can't just be like, fuck you, dude. Like, what am I supposed? <laughs> <to say>? like, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, I guess if you go into it with an open mind, I mean, because like you said, you are putting yourself out there, so people are able to say what they want to say. But it just depends on what place they're coming from, because some yeah. people just come from a plate of like of toxic. You know, they just want to hate. They just want to make you feel bad because more than likely they feel like shit. But, yeah, there are some people sometimes and maybe they live a little bit longer and had some experience like, hey, maybe this is maybe not what you want the world to see. Or maybe it's yeah. not the be- best representation of you.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I've had some friends who stopped me from posting some questionable shit. <laughs> <Put> <laughs> that I always your, have some friends that run by. Put like, that on you your don't. OnlyFans. Yeah, <laughs> OnlyFans. Uh, yeah, like, yeah, like, I was leaning into the girls a little too much. And yeah. then I have like, some videos where it's like, you know what? I probably shouldn't post that. You know what I mean? That's that's not the image you want. Unless I was going for an old OnlyFans. I, I know a guy, speaking of finding your own way into the digital nomad, there's a dude with an OnlyFans he travels the world, and just when he lands in a country, hits up the top OnlyFans people in that country, collabs with them, makes a shit ton of money, and wow. just he's broken the matrix. He just flies around the world sleeping with beautiful women, and people men pay him to do it, and he travels. Jesus Christ. Lives, people find a way.
0: <laughs> Dude, there's but. an ass for every seat. Like there's like 7.5 billion of us. So there's somebody that will enjoy something that you do. You know, yeah, like right? I said, there's so many people that, you know, maybe it's not for you or maybe it's not for your family or your friend, but there's somebody that likes that kind of shit. So it's like, you just got to find it, man. We had a girl on here. I've known her forever, but she's uh, she does. She sells feet pictures. She's an OnlyFans girl. And it's like, when I first met her, I would never thought she'd <laughs> do this, but like. You know, like there's there's guys out there to like that, man. So it's like, why not
1: make money off it? Yeah. Right. And you're providing you're providing a service because if you want someone else's, it's going to be someone else's feet.
2: Yeah, yeah exactly.
1: So uh, I do that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he probably oh. does have only fans feet, feet pick
0: <laughs> uh, shit. So what mark do you want to see yourself leaving on the world? And what's your advice for people?
1: Um, Great question. I would just like to see. This, is, this has been the adventure of my lifetime, and I would love to see other people take mm. on this adventure too. And I would just – if I could influence some people to go try it um, and just live through whatever lessons they learn, you know what I mean? Like I would love to just inspire people to travel. Um, and so that's the mark I'd like to leave. And then how, what, what advice I'd give to people Yeah, is that um, you could fail horribly for a whole year. And sometimes be right where you are again. Mm. And it's like, it doesn't matter. Like, go fail. Go. Uh, when I went to Playa del Carmen, I booked my Airbnb in the wrong spot. They didn't give me a refund. I was, I lost like 900 bucks right off the bat. Right off the bat. But, but, and I could have came home. I could have been like, I can't sort of come back, but just like, keep failing. Keep failing. And experience is worth more than money. Like oh, you can yes. Get onto your nest egg. And that money's, you You could have a million dollars when you're 80 years old, $10 million, you would give it all away for like a week to be where you are right now.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's so true, man. Like I tell you, I think a lot of people sometimes they just take for granted that their time is, is going to end. You know, they think that they're going to live forever or they're going to live. I mean, there's somebody dying right now while we're talking. And like what you just said, like, I guarantee you, if you offer them an hour longer of life or a million dollars, you're going to take the hour longer of life.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: Yeah. So like, man, just keep it up, man. And uh, I was going to ask you one more thing. Oh, like, so like if you were to, to rent a mansion there, like how expensive is that? Or how hard is that to do?
1: No, it's not that hard. We got it. Just Airbnb, man. We got it. We got some guys to pitch in $85 each, five of us. And this mansion had. A- <laughs>
0: Did you say eighty five
1: dollars? Yeah, yeah. Jesus we had our Christ. own private pool. We had a sauna. We had a hot tub. I think it was eight rooms. We there were empty rooms. There were empty rooms in the mansion. You know what I mean? And it was just it's wild. Every bedroom was a master. Is that there a video
0: should- on your uh, TikTok?
1: No, we got some coming out. We oh, got okay. Some coming out. But um, I'll send it to you guys. Actually, yes. I'll send it to you.
2: DM me the name of the place y'all stayed at I'm gonna look into this that'd be probably legit Yeah I'll send you the Airbnb
1: I'll send you the uh,
0: Thank you
2: I'll just send it directly to you guys
0: All That's right. cool as shit man uh, Like I said I've enjoyed this conversation man It's been fun and like I said Like uh, let's let's link up again when you get To uh, Asia
2: South Korea right Yeah definitely
1: yeah, South Korea yeah, man. I, I love talking to you guys it was a very good co- like Intellectually stimulating conversation I loved it
2: for sure
0: oh, I appreciate it man <laughs> Thanks, bro. Oh
1: yeah. Hey, well, we where, can,
0: where can everybody find you at? I'm sorry. Oh, you can
1: find that. me on Instagram at the Digital Bromad and on TikTok, Digital Bromad. Digital underscore b o b r o m a d. Do you have a YouTube too? I'm um, like that's something that's coming, but not right now.
0: Yeah, I would definitely waste some time at work watching you on youtube (laughs) (laughs) because i love youtube because it's like i can have it a browser up like on my phone like i you know you can have text coming through and shit but like on youtube man you can just like veg out
1: yeah i love podcasts too i'm a big podcast guy so like youtube podcasts so what i play when i'm working all the time and maybe you should start your own yeah teach guys how to do teach guys how to do this and you got the name
0: yeah, digital bro, digital
2: bro, man. Yeah, digital bro, man. Podcast. We'll see, man. I hope we can both, both
1: watch each other grow in these next years and check in for sure, man. Coming back.
0: Yeah, man. I, I like I said, I, I see, I see good things happening for you, man. Like, like I said, your content's funny, and like I said, <laughs> I distinctly remember that video of you walking down the alley with that girl, and I was like, this is so <laughs>
3: hilarious.
2: <laughs> you know what's yeah, really funny I, was I, that I, kind I of costume. It's like you see stuff like that. Like, oh, that's fucking cool as shit. You know, it's funny. You know, I, I wonder who that dude is. And here the dude is, you yeah. know, like you here, here you are. Like, you know, like.
0: <laughs> and thanks for responding to his DM. Like, Of course,
1: man. Of course.
0: Yeah. That's cool as shit, man. Because like I said, you didn't have to. You didn't have. I mean, you could have just seen it or you didn't have to reply. You didn't have to do this. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm, well that's my goal is to motivate and inspire as many people. I answer every single DM. While it's scalable, like right now I can. Yeah. Um, if if it's something happens and I can't, but yeah, 100%. Well, don't and, forget and I'm so about glad us. I this, is, this has been great.
0: Don't forget about us when you become too big, man. <laughs> or knee deep in pussy tonight.
2: <laughs> but hey, oh, one more thing. Do me a favor. Uh, ask your friend that does the OnlyFans that's going around the country or the world, yeah. fucking people, yeah. fucking chicks, uh, if I can reach out to him. Of course, I'll send
1: you his, I'll, I'll ask him and then I'll send you his. Okay, cool. Right. Thanks, man. All right. He's All actually right, here Austin. right now, so I'll be able to, I might even have a beer with him later tonight, so I'll, I'll be able to talk to him. All
2: right, sweet. Thanks, man. Austin,
0: we appreciate your time, man.
1: Thank, Thank you, you
0: man. Having... All right, bye. Bye. Love you Love lots.
3: You guys. Bye.